0: Welcome to the Ortho Eval Pal podcast, where we can help you build confidence with your orthopedic evaluation and management skills. We hope you enjoy the show. And now, for your host, Paul Marquis.
1: Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 141 of the Ortho Eval Pal podcast. I am your host, Paul Marquis, and today I have part two of our poor posture series, and we're going to be talking about how to correct poor posture or thoracic kyphosis, as uh, we say it in the clinic, um, and in more technical terms. Now remember, in episode 140, I talked about why people develop poor posture and how it can affect other systems in your body. Today, I'm going to throw out some strategies to help correct poor posture, and I'll mention some exercises that I like, some positions to avoid, um, and even talk about you know, how important it is to fight gravity on a daily basis and why it's important to uh, be strong. Uh, But before we get started with our program today, I'd like to take a moment to hear a word from our sponsors.
0: A good night's sleep is what everybody needs. Fresh rest bedding will keep you comfortable all night. Our advanced textiles and weave wicks moisture and also regulates body temperature. This design, coupled with our all-natural organic antimicrobial, eliminates 99.9% of odor-causing bacteria, as well as dust mites, which are an allergen to many. Because our bedding stays fresh longer, it is eco-friendly, as it only requires washing once a month on average. This bedding is also known for its incredible softness. Our antimicrobial is all-natural and organic. No metals, waxes, chemicals, or natural. Our sheets will never leach onto or into your skin ever. These sheets are safe for your entire family. Fresh Rest is designed and engineered by Main Lee Technology Group, based in Wells, Maine, and our sheets are made for the USA. Fresh Rest Bedding is only available for purchase through our e commerce website by visiting FreshRestBedding.com. Once again, that's FreshRestBedding.com.
1: Welcome back. Well, There are so many contributing factors that affect posture, especially a forward head and thoracic kyphotic type posture um, and thousands of ways to treat it. So what I want to start with are exercises that I frequently teach in the clinic to help our patients um, and to help fight the effects of gravity. You know, remember, uh, you're always leaning forward to to eat when you're driving, you're in a, in a bent forward position. If you're dealing with children that are smaller than you, um, you're always looking down. Animals, tying your shoes, buttoning your shirt—all these things happen in a forward bent position. So we're already we already have gravity um, working against us uh right from the time that we're born. And so um this can be tough to fight and, and treating this can be somewhat difficult, but I think that if you can educate your patients about being patient um that uh, you'll be very successful with this and we have really good success with treating pa- people with, you know, postural issues. Um you know, you've all had this happen to you before, you're, you know, you're sitting on the couch with your laptop in your lap looking down um, and for way longer than, than you re- originally planned, it usually lasts a little longer than you thought. Um, your neck starts to get sore and maybe you start to develop a headache, your upper back gets a little bit tight um, and you just really get uncomfortable. Um, and I always tell people that just moving a little bit You know, moving more frequently can help prevent a lot of postural-related issues. I mean, there have been studies out there that have shown that if you do stationary biking, that it can help chronic cervical spine pain, even though you're not doing any cervical spine exercises. Um, So just being active can be very helpful and uh, not staying in what we call a sustained postural stress position. Now, I know it's going to be difficult to demonstrate ...how to do some of these thoracic kyphosis reduction exercises on a podcast. But I'll do my very best to try to describe them um, and talk about um, you know how we do these exercises. I'm also going to add a bunch of links to this podcast today that will take you to YouTube, uh, where I have a couple demonstrations on these exercises and how I like to perform them. Um, But again, you can really get creative with uh, thoracic kyphosis reduction exercises. So don't be afraid to um, work those periscapular muscles and stretch the the, the pectorals and um, try to get people in a more upright posture. So I typically like to start with, you know, Easy to do exercises when I'm teaching these to folks, just because it can get quite overwhelming because there are so many exercises that can be done out there. Um, as a matter of fact, most of them can be done at home or even at work. You can even do some of these in your car when you're traveling um, and you have some time to, you know, just stop for a second. Maybe you're at a stoplight or something like that. Um, you, these are easy to do. So the first exercise that I really like to teach people are the chin tuck. Or deep cervical flexor strengthening exercise Um, just getting that head over the shoulders a little bit um, especially doing it the right way by using the deep cervical flexors and not the sternocleidomastoid you can you know open up those facet joints open up the foramen back there just simply get the head distributed over the shoulders better and we'll take a lot of stress off of the suboccipital muscles and the posterior cervical spine muscles which oftentimes will cause headaches um, next stretch I like to do is called a corner stretch or a doorway stretch. Now, not every patient is compatible to doing this because they may have uh, a shoulder injury or something like that. There are ways to modify this, but remember this. When you do a corner stretch where the arms are basically in the pitcher's position and um, you kind of step into the corner, your nose is going into the corner while the elbows are off to each side and you're stretching those pecs out, you're stretching the pec major specifically okay now remember your pec major is an internal rotator of the arm it does not attach to the scapula so if we really want to get the scapula back there a little bit more we want to stretch the pec minor also okay and that's very important and if you check out the video in the links of this podcast you will see how I like to do the pec minor stretch manually I usually like to use a device called a thoracic pivot, which is a, a little teardrop shaped rubber piece that you could put between the shoulder blades. And the patient is laying on their back and with a pillow under their head so their spine is in a nice neutral position. And basically the shoulders are falling off of this thoracic pivot. And um, what I like to do is take the thenar eminence of my hands and push down on the coracoid process, because you remember that's where the pec minor attaches, right? Um, so we want to stretch that pec minor, um, to allow the shoulders to, to drop back. People really like this exercise. They just feel really comfortable with that. Um, and even if they just rest on a thoracic pivot, um, they will be happy with that. And if you don't have, if you can't get your hands on one, um, then using a, a towel is adequate and, uh, you can check this out in the video and you'll see how we like to, uh, to do it. I also like to do thoracic extension with a towel roll, okay? And this is passive thoracic extension. What I'll do is I'll roll up a towel maybe two or three inches thick, sometimes a little bit thicker than that just to make it a little more comfortable. And what I will do is I will put it across the thoracic spine, so perpendicular to the spine while the person is laying over it. So basically getting that hunchback out and trying to get the shoulders Um, back while the lower thoracic spine is also falling down toward the table and really trying to extend that thoracic spine. Um, And then what I do is I have them hold it in that position maybe for a couple of minutes and then I switch the, I I change the placement of that towel to do different levels so you have different segmental mobility at different levels. And then it's funny because people will get up and say, gee, that just feels a lot looser um, and I just don't feel as much stress on my back. So I really like to do that exercise also. Again, another simple one to do at home. Next stretch I like to do, a hip flexor stretch. Now, I know there's a lot of controversy about about stretching the hip flexors, but it's amazing at how tight the hip flexor is, and that causes an anterior pelvic tilt, an accentuated lumbar lordosis, And guess what happens at the thoracic spine? That tries to compensate by becoming more kyphotic. And then the cervical spine tries to compensate by becoming more lordotic. And so if you can get, um, if you can reduce the lumbar lordosis by many techniques, you know, strengthening of the hips, uh, especially the glutes, stretching the hip flexors, um, and uh, strengthening the abdominals, that can help with your posture. Okay, so just think about that and all of the activities you can do to help with somebody's posture. So I like to do the uh, kneeling hip flexor stretch. I'll throw a video of that in uh, the links of the show notes today. That's an exercise I do quite often with folks. Um, And while we do that stretch, we also uh, contract the abdominals to try to get a more pelvic neutral position, uh, which can, uh, can really help. Now, Let's get a little, let's get into some strengthening of the postural muscles. So remember, it's important to try to develop better scapular retraction. When you do that, you can breathe better, your shoulders move better, your cervical spine is not stressed so much. So I like to do what we call thumbs up exercises. Now in the clinic, I I like to use something called a total back, Um, but really you can do this at home easily by going diagonally on a bed and um, having your chin on the end and taking your thumbs, going up toward the ceiling while you are on your stomach, and making a T with your body. Um, the next one is doing a Y. So basically the same position, but your you're horizontally abducting the arms. You're abducting the arms a little bit more, and then you're going into extension, but more in a Y position with your body. And again, I have a video of this, um, and that will be attached here. And you can, um, it's a series of exercises that I put in one with most of these exercises in it. That's an exercise I do a lot of, and if I'm not doing it in the prone position, I'm doing it with theraband or crossover symmetry bands uh, while standing, a lot of people can't get on their belly uh, and uh, get into that position, so uh, we modify it so we can hit the rhomboid muscles and especially the mid and lower trap muscles. It's pretty well uh, recognized that if you can contract the lower traps, the upper traps will actually relax more so than just stretching them. Um, so uh, it's very important that you activate those lower trap muscles. And then you'll also notice people will develop lower trap weakness and serratus weakness uh, if they have adhesive capsulitis. So it's very good to try to activate these after people you know, develop better shoulder range of motion. Um, the next exercise I really like to do is the um, sideline external rotation. So simply laying on your side with a pillow roll um, between your elbow and your and your waist and doing external rotation while actively retracting the scapula. So you actively retract and depress the scapula um, while doing the external rotation. So you get a really good rotator cuff burn here, but you also get that scapular stability at the same time. Using both of those together really help with cuff issues um, and uh, postural-related shoulder problems. Next exercise I really like to do is the bird dog exercise. So basically you're on all fours doing uh, and you're you're flexing the left shoulder, extending the right hip. And then alternating sides, this really kicks in the multifidus muscles and the lower trapezius uh, muscles also along with the um, deltoids. And uh, then if people find this too easy on a solid surface, you can always uh, put them on a ball. You can put them on little half uh, styrofoam rolls and uh, make it a little more challenging for them. And then I also like to throw in a bent over row, uh, especially with the arm abducted a little bit. You can typically go with fairly heavy weight because the lats and that Terry's major muscle are are quite strong. And um, this is an activity that uh, is pretty easy to do. So many exercises, you know, to help with, there are so many exercises to help with posture. And these are just a few of them. And so I, I talked about them today. Um... And these exercises are easy to set up as a home exercise program. doesn't really require a lot of equipment, but if you wanna add a few pieces um that's possible and um people can do really well you know take care taking care of themselves with their posture. Uh, And then in the clinic that you just add the other things, the manual work, the soft tissue mobilization, maybe some uh, soft tissue modalities, and maybe higher level cardiovascular conditioning for the upper body. I love using the upper uh, body bike. Um, I do it with a lot of my patients uh, just to get some good blood flow going throughout those uh, periscapular and shoulder muscles. Also, don't forget ergonomics. Now, maybe they present with poor posture in your clinic, but Think about why are they having this you know, what else are they doing the other 23 hours of the day when they're not with you? Are they sitting at a computer with a with a poor posture or maybe a bad chair and uh, the the monitor is not at the right height and maybe they have the wrong glasses and they just are sitting there in poor posture for a long period of time? So I'm a, a stickler about ergonomics. So I ask about that. I ask if they've had an ergonomic evaluation and if they have not, I try to get myself in there to uh, go take care of business and uh, Um, you know, talk to them about all these uh, postural issues. Um, And then I also look at, you know, along with all the electronic things that people are doing nowadays with cell phones and iPads and tablets and things like that, um, they're in a very forward flexed position. So we really try to have people minimize those things um, so it doesn't continue to contribute to uh, gravity pushing down on them. Well there, that is our show for today and I know there are a lot more exercises out there that a person can do. Be creative, uh, but also be safe. That's very, very important. Um, I hope you all liked uh, today's show and thank you all for following Valpal. Pal. Um, we've seen some really nice growth lately. Our YouTube channel is doing awesome and uh, we have new videos coming out on a weekly basis. i so excited about that and I just love doing it uh, too. It's, uh, it really is a stress reliever for me to be honest um, and And so I I really enjoy doing that. Make sure you check us out on Twitter and LinkedIn. Also, we're uh, there. And uh, we'll be starting up a a new Facebook page soon so that uh, you can all check us out on Facebook. And uh, remember to sign up for our email list so that you can get the latest information from OrthoEvalPal. So again, thank you folks for listening, and I hope you all have a great day.
0: We hope you've enjoyed the show. For some more awesome content, go to orthoevalpal.com. Can't wait to see you there.